we go. All right, here we go. We all set? Back again. Okay, welcome back to the Boys and Bar Talk. Yes, sir. Episode 16, and we'll call this one Ransack the Universe. Ransack the Universe, baby, because that's what we're drinking today. Dope-ass can. This is, I'm actually surprised they put a whole cover art of a song on here. It's Hippo Canvas Bambi. Never heard of it. Just listened to it a little bit ago. It's a little... It's not my style, but... Yeah, that's what's cool about these beers is uh, very artsy. Um, Hippie-like beers. Um, show off another can. All the cans are different. I have, like, some different art. I'll show you this one, too. Oh, look at that. That's nice. West Coast style. Yeah, they are uh, Collective Arts Brewing, and they're out of Ontario, Canada. You know, it's always weird to look at, like, can Canadian cities, because it's like, it's like they have a city, then they have, like, their district, or whatever you call it. Do you know what they call it? I don't know what they call it. Maybe? Is there, you it's, like, it, it's like, it's like, it's like something Ontario, Canada. It's not just Ontario. And, like, Ontario is not a country, obviously. Yeah. yeah it's like a yeah. section. It's yeah, weird. Like Montreal, Quebec. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, do you know, you, you might, you might actually know, like, uh, the whole reason behind the six, like, the six boroughs. Do you know anything about that? Um, I think there's six, and that's in Toronto. I think there's six sections Toronto. of Toronto. Yeah. And then, and then I think it has something to do with the area code as well. Yeah. Like, doesn't New York have, like, boroughs? I don't really know what a borough is. There's five boroughs in New York. It's mm -hmm. Brooklyn, Bronx, uh, Brooklyn, Bronx, Harlem, Queens, Manhattan. So that's all five different. And it's a, it's a borough. Yeah. Like a, kind of like a subdivision of the actual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like how, like if, a branch almost of the city. If you, I, I would look at it like if you have like North Philly, South Philly. Mm-hmm. West Philly, East Philly, but like New York's obviously a way bigger city, but like Manhattan is that times like times Times Squares in Manhattan. I mean, there's other things in Manhattan too, obviously. But Bronx is where the hip hop was created. Let's go. Mm -hmm. It's cool. actually really good. I I enjoyed this beer. I mean, I tell I I said it time and time again. I, I've I, had it. I've had it at the restaurant, but I don't like. There's too many beers to, you know. I enjoy like the aesthetics, like the can. Yeah, that's dope. They do a different artwork for, and that's all the same beer. Different artwork for every can, yeah, which is dope. And then they're promoting. Well, and, they, uh, and they have like, there's so much content on the can, like collective arts. I want, like, I want to go look that up. Um, yeah, just really cool beer. Cool. Well, name. I guess that goes with the name of the brewery. Ransack the Universe. They collect art. The brewery's collective arts. That makes sense. Speaking that's of universe, that's kind of that's kind of related to the Would You Rather I had lined up. Actually. Oh, shot. We'll love the universe. That. Yeah. What is that? Um, good, segue. good segue. Yeah, absolutely. Would you rather be the first person to explore a planet or be the inventor of a drug that cures a deadly disease? Off the top of your head. Let's see it. Uh, I'm going selfishly. I'm going to have to go universe. Universe. So you're going to discover the, your your own planet, kind of? Yeah, mean? yeah. I, would, I think that would be, I mean... Unless it says in, like, the history books, like, yo, Kev passed up the opportunity to cure, like, AIDS and selfishly went to go, like, explore some <laughs> new planet. Well, do you know what would matter if you found, like, a dicky planet like Pluto? Like, non-resourceful yeah, like, planet, like, we can't even use it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, like, if you found, like, the new Earth, like, that would be dope. Like, a fresh one? Yeah. That'd some resources, some water. Because it's, like, that's, like, curing all disease anyway. Even though we'll just bring that disease. Like, what were we talking about the other day? Uh, Christopher Columbus. How they just oh, came yeah, over yeah, here yeah. and we ransacked the United States. <laughs> in October, I think I think Columbus Day might be next week, right? 
I don't, I don't really pay, I t- I don't no pay attention to it. I know it's it's got to be in October, no mid, mid-October. I, I, I'll know it when my restaurant is busy for no reason on like a Monday or Tuesday or something. <laughs> and I'll be like, what is happening? And then, oh, it's Columbus Day. Everybody has the day off. And it's like, oh. Yeah, I was leaning towards the planet myself. Yeah, like just just because I wanted to. to, to I'm interested it. in space, bro. I always I always was. So I'm so I'm so interested. Plus, space. like, in the words of the great Mike Garcia, overpopulation's a real problem. <laughs> <laughs> so people real. gotta die. He's he's a real eco friendly guy. Yeah, people gotta die, man. It's the way of life. Yeah, I'm I'm so I feel so blessed to be part of an era. Where we actually like discover stuff in space, like we care oh, about yeah, space, man. like we're Hell discovering yeah. we're discovering new planets out there, even though we don't know what they really look like. We like we know they're there now. Imagine like, if it's all fake. That would be crazy. Well, what is fake? The universe? Yeah, like it's Everything all fake. Outside. Like it's all just a <laughs> like just it's just a conspiracy. A, it's just a green screen up there. All yeah, the stars, just a everything. big old green screen. <laughs> Could Sim- be. It's a simulation. Could be, dude. They make weather. They can make the fucking sky. What if what if they're hiding something? I don't know. I actually. You gotta look up this one guy. I forgot his name. He has a crazy name, but he put the universe, or I'm sorry, like your civilization, in tiers. Like there's tier three, two, one, and zero. And he puts like Earth. He's like our civilization is a zero word. But once you get to one, I think one is when you can control the climate. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and so then, we're. Hold on. I'm sorry. I gotta do this. I gotta do this real quick. There was a spider and it had to be eliminated. Oh my god, you didn't even tell me. It had to be done. I didn't want to freak you out. Okay, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> it was just distracting. I would have kill it. I would have lost my train of thought <laughs> exactly, there too. I, exactly. Or you might have you heard me scream. If you see a spider, you eliminate it. Dead body. The stain is right over there. There's guts on the wall. Confirmed kill. Guts. I'm glad you didn't tell me. Yeah, so tier uh, one, uh, control yeah, the climate. Yeah, yeah. Tier one, you're going to control the climate. By the time you get to like tier two, maybe three, you're. Basically, like you could just create your own orbit. Like, you you can the, your planet is basically mobile. You could just almost like almost just like UFO shit. You know? Yeah, that's why I was telling you about that book I read called The Fifth Wave, where that that civilization that took over Earth was so far advanced that they did they they left their physical forms of body and they're mm-hmm. just pure consciousness. Yep. Which I thought was such a dope idea, um, because they they just travel through consciousness and they they were able to enter our physical form bodies. And become one of us, which obviously is not that realistic right now. Yeah. But I mean, it could, you know, I'm not gonna say it could happen, but it's a dope idea to think about. Yeah, and I, 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 I should have pulled this up beforehand, but I, you know, more, more improv. Yeah, whatever. Pull it but up. yeah, we'll look at. I gotta look this up later. Tier one civilization called a planetary civilization can use and store all the energy available on the planet. See, like, we still struggle with that. We still struggle with, like... Just, yeah, like, we haven't even our... explored the ocean. Yeah, the, the ocean. The, the ocean is... Which I understand, it, but it's so vast and, like... Like, there's so much untapped territory in the ocean. Yeah. That's why it's scary, but it's also beautiful to think... Like, I love the ocean. But, like, there's so much we don't know about it. No, did you ever hear about the Marianas Trench? Yeah, I've heard it. It's, like, the deepest part of the ocean. Yeah, yeah, yeah super yeah. deep. Yeah. And, um... It's just amazing how it's pitch black down there. Yeah, you know, no light. But, like, that's, like, that fish that has that light that, yeah. like, creates electric current with its own body. Oh, yeah, right. Like, shit we've never seen yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, and it's, like, um, I mean, that uh, the evolution of that animal just because it's so dark down there that it developed its own light source. Yep. 
Like that's just I mean that's yeah nuts. like like evolution like that that's what they actually do. I actually love this picture. I might have to. That's uh, crazy. I might have to like put a little edit in and, and like put this in the in, like a clip or something. But you see like. It's clear. Yeah, it's like, like sky blue right like there, and then all, it's like literally like eighty percent of that is all like we have no idea yeah. what's under there. Like we, crazy even, we don't even have the technology to, to see anything. Dumb. Yeah, but the pressure itself, like the pressure just explode. Is just, did you ever see the fish? What, what was that fish called? That like really that blobfish? No. That blobfish under the? I'll show you real quick. Yeah, there's like a blobfish that just looks hideous. It just looks. Yeah, you seen that? You gotta seen this thing before. It's called the blobfish. Right, no, it literally just looks. It. it looks like Jabba the Hutt. Yeah, it literally <laughs> just looks like, uh, like, like. It looks like Squidward. Squidward, but melted down almost. Like Squidward melted. Like it just looks. Like that's because goo. of the pressure down there. Because of the pressure, yeah. Damn, that's, that's like crazy. that's what it does. Like that's what Ooh. stuff looks like down there. It looks crazy. Don't look it up. It's gross. Yeah, the ocean is mysterious. Yeah, so I'm going with space. Sorry, uh, sorry, people. That's it. I'm sorry. I, I can't blame you for picking space, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you just yeah. got to pick something res- resourceful. Yeah, man, we gotta move. We gotta move eventually. This we were gonna have gonna to die. colonize out there. That's actually a good point, though. The way it's it is similar with Christopher Columbus because of a, you know, like you have a small, small country in Britain yeah. that found this monstrous territory. They didn't even know about it. I mean, there was a thirteen colonies, which was probably even less than that to start. Yeah, if they had no idea what was, what was what was out here. Hey, shout out to Monsters. Connecticut, part of the thirteen colonies. Yeah, yeah we go yeah, way back. Represent. You ever think about that? There's like towns in Connecticut that have been around for for a while. Yeah, yeah. We were at Barnes since, and Noble, and then we found like a we found like all the towns in Connecticut. Yeah. I'm like, who even like since that long ago? I was surprised someone even wrote about Connecticut. Really, all the towns, yeah, fuck Connecticut. cities, and I'm surprised they, they do a whole book on our taxes. Yeah, everything's history, man. It's crazy. Speaking of Barnes and Noble, I was gonna actually get into like uh, we we actually got some books last week. We took a little book trip. Hell yeah! So I was gonna I've ask been reading you, like crazy. Yeah, yeah, and you don't really you've said you've said it on here that you don't really read like that. No. Yeah, so I know you've been reading a lot. I was gonna. What I do, I go crazy with it, but it's very far in between, far and few in between. Yeah, so I was just gonna you know go through it and. I got the Gary V book. Yeah, crushing, crushing it. it. Yep. Which is the sequel to. Crush it! I guess he came out in '09, and um, I'm a, and I know you are too, a big, big Gary V fan. I follow mostly. Well, I try to follow mostly everything he says because I mean, it, you know, it just makes a lot of sense. A lot of it's common sense, but he just puts it into into words and, and ways you could understand it easily and, and apply it to what you're doing yourself. But I like the book because it gives uh, examples of how what he says is being used by real people. And he makes references like he he'll put that person's Instagram or whatever their, you know, tag is, and put it in the book and tell their story. So you could literally type it in and go check it out. So it's not like oh he say he say she say, like you could go see these people and see what they've done and and, and it's all right there for you. And, and it's just amazing to see how people put these um, concepts to work and it just it, it makes them pop like it's crazy. Um, I actually own. <coughs> his other book, Jab, Jab, Right Hook. I don't know oh, which yeah, one yeah. came first. Oh, he just referenced that in the thing that I uh, read. Yeah, so <laughs> so I actually put that one down to to read other books. Sometimes I do that, and it's a really good book. Yeah, see, these books you could go back to <clears throat> at any moment. <clears throat> Jesus. Because they're information. Yeah. It's not like a storytelling, where it has, like, you want to kind of read those, like, all in one. 
because I told you I had the I had that series of books and I took a break between the first and second one and I forgot what the whole first one was about, so I just didn't even read the second one. Mm-hmm. But these you could always go back and reference. That's why I like the hardcovers because I'm highlighting shit that pops out to me and you could just go back. And 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 what's it? You're reading Tony Robbins, right? Yeah, Tony Robbins, which you know Tony Robbins has been around for a long time. Uh, since yeah, he's that Saturday, guy. You know, since the early '80s. <clears throat> but to to be honest, um, I mean, I love following all kinds of uh, influence, positive influence, and I know he's like a life coach. But I've never really been exposed to him like that. I've known who he is, but yeah, yeah. So Deep you know, world. when we were at Barnes and Noble, I picked up his book. It's a big book, 500 pages. Uh, this one was called "The Awaken the Giant Within." Uh, I just uh, decided to pick that one up. Uh, it's really good, though. Yeah, uh, I was skeptical about Tony Robbins, though, to be honest. Yeah, we're going to have to do a swap when yeah, we're done. Yeah, we could swap. Uh, I was skeptical about him a little bit. That's why I was like a little hesitant. I didn't pick it up for like a week. Why is that? Um, just because there's a lot... The way... You know, he made he made a lot of his success um, off of seminars. Seminars, tons, okay, like yeah. hundreds of seminars yeah, yeah, here. Yeah. I mean, he's charging like 1200 to to five grand. Yeah, yeah, my dad was grand. saying that he knows somebody that did like a three-day thing and it was yeah. like 12, 2400, something like that. Yeah, I actually did like, I was doing a lot of research on Tony Robbins before I even read the book. And yeah, I mean, he made a living charging people off. And I wasn't sure, I wasn't sure if the book was going to be gimmicky. You know what I'm saying? A lot yeah, of gimmicks. Yeah, like it's, it's wishy-washy, like... Yeah, like, okay, you could do this, but to check out more, uh, buy this, buy oh, this yeah, 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 uh, program yeah, yeah. Or, or something. Like one of those videos, you know? yeah, yeah, And I was like, maybe is he this kind of guy? But so many people love him. So I really started diving into Tony Robbins. And yeah. uh, um, that's what I like to do. I'm not just going to read something and just be influenced. I'm going to find all about him, see if he lines see if it's up. it's legit. It's a, but it's about core values. Everyone has core values. And I was trying to, like, line up, see what he's about, you know, see if it, see if it was all legit. And yeah, Gary V messes with him. He does. Yeah, I've actually that led me to watch the the podcast with Tony Robbins and Gary. Oh, okay. Uh, it was actually really good. Um, I'll have to check it, it out. Was a good, it was a good. It. it was a good episode. Yeah. So yeah, either way, with this book, really cool. Five hundred pages. Super powerful stuff, though. I probably got. Uh, I'm probably like seventy pages in. Yeah. Sometimes with these. Sometimes when I read, I power through. I could finish like two, three hundred. Yeah, like pages. I'm almost done. But this book, I think, is only maybe two. 300 pages I think yeah that's solid but it's information though once you, when you're when I'm learning something I'm like I'm like I needed like a sponge when I'm trying to hear I'm trying to have it all which always isn't the greatest thing because I don't think that you could just learn like that like and just bang it out and learn everything and, and understand it that's why I highlight a lot because I could go back through the pages and just see what I highlighted mm-hmm. and then reread because I know those are the things that stood out to me the most yeah and then I and then you know they they come back um, something I've always done when I read is uh, making notes. I Word. make I make a lot of notes. Yeah, yeah. That's why I like the hardcovers because I mean the eBooks are cool, but it's just like being on your phone. You know, I, I don't I have that. a tablet or, or whatever, and and you can't like put fixtures in the book. I like to straight up write like yeah. you know highlight. I like to highlight, but yeah, because I have shitty handwriting. And, and so. to be uh, to 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 be fair too, like you can. There's there's like digital software and stuff when you like Kindles and stuff that allow you to highlight. In yeah, my, yeah. my my opinion, though, that they still run too slow. I, I think it's because there's so many pages, there's so much content. It it runs too slow to me, and, yeah, yeah. and I've never gotten around to highlighting stuff digitally. I yep. prefer, like Just you do, do it manually to, to do it with the actual Tangible book. Stuff. But I'll make electronic notes. Like yeah. I I love the I love the Notepad app. You know, for my MacBook and iPhone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. I, I love, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm always on that. Dude, like I have so many notes in, in that app alone. Yeah, I think most of my storage in my phone is notes 
Yeah, which is amazing, amazing because shit, it's, so. it's just text. Yeah. Which isn't a lot of megabytes. Or, Not at all. You know. But it's just, it's a lot of writing. So yeah, that's what I'll do is sometimes I could just, because it's all synced with my computer too. I could yeah, just, which, I could, that's why I want an Apple too, because you have, you know, you can write something on here and then it pops up on your on your MacBook. Yeah, sync yeah, stuff. So it's just, it's, it's hand in hand. So... I mean, I, I've written stuff down too. Like I have notebooks. I've uh, I actually have a journal too. Yeah, of but course. Yeah. But for me, the most efficient thing was always just typing things out as fast as I can. Yeah. With, with that's how I make notes. Well, that's how we were brought up too. I think we probably were the first one of the first generations to come into into school and have a computer class. Yeah. And like actually figure out you know everything the ins and outs of the computer. Like, I remember being in sixth grade and having the typing thing with the thing over the keyboard, you know, you couldn't oh, look. Yeah, yeah. We, we mentioned and then that. Even yeah, yeah. people now, I'm like, I could type really fast and sometimes I delete a lot because I'm over like really fast. Mm -hmm. But, I mean like I know my finger placements. I'm sure if I slowed down, I wouldn't have to delete anything but I'm, fuck, I'm like this, you know. But right. it's like, it also comes with, uh, played a lot of video games on the computer too so I think I had a lot of practice. Yeah, we, we move fast. Yeah, we move fast. Which fast. actually, I was thinking about this the other day too. Um, stimulation. Um, growing up playing video games, you you get a lot of stimulation. You get rewarded right away, like achievements and scores. You know, when you play. Yeah, like, there's no hard grind. Well, there could be. There, no, there but, could be, but I'm yeah. saying going a long period of time with no rewards. Right. You know? Which was something that's something that this book kind of made me realize was like some when you're brought up with something like video games, and I've played for so long. Yeah. Dude, like, I started to realize when you, like, video games with achievements and, like, just, just scores. Even, even something as simple as checkpoints. Checkpoints, unlockables, yeah. anything like that. Like, I could see how it affects me in real life, though. Oh, absolutely. You know, like, there's times when... We don't have patience for anything. Yeah, I, that's, how I, that's how I feel is I could be doing something. But I have to think about it in the long term, like, like a long-term pleasure almost. Like, think about Pac-Man. Like, there's no checkpoints in Pac-Man. You just either you you die or you quit. Well, yeah, that's no, I mean, like, that's a classic. You, you could literally go forever on Pac-Man, and you'll never. You can't save point. There's no save point. You just go till you die, and then like people who are old school, like our dad, our parents' generation, they'll be like, "Oh, remember that certain color level? Like if you can't get to that level, you kind of suck." Like me, I'm like Pac-Man. I'm like three. If I get three levels, I'm like word. And then, but like you see high scores that are like quadruple. And, like, they sat there for four hours knowing that they're going to get, like, 100,000, 200,000, or a million. And it's like, nah, I'm good. Like, I need save points. I need checkpoints. I need mm. achievements early. Like, you got three lives. I need not nah, any more than that. And yeah. I, I want to be able to restart. And But I want to be able to restart and continue where I left off. Like, how many times we play Gears of War and, like, you're about to beat the boss and you die and the checkpoint is mad far back? Yeah. Like, I remember patience. one specific one. I don't 100% remember the scene, in, but it was in Gears 1, and like me and Mike were doing co-op, and we were just dying, and every single time, it was just a, one of those checkpoints that was way farther back than the end part, but the end part was so hard, keep dying, and you gotta go all the way back, and it's just like, ugh, it's driving me crazy. Patience, baby, patience. No patience. I have no patience. Mm -hmm. But I guess, you know, that's probably where it stems from, from our dumbass video games that we play. That's what I think. So, you know, every time I read a book, I become, um, cause remember how one time that we got a fan suggestion for mental awareness? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's something that I always loved about reading books is it just gives me more and more mental awareness, like self-awareness, self you know? Feeding that brain. Which is like, even in, I'll read a book and it's almost like law of attraction where whatever I'm reading, I apply it to like my real life the next day or the next week. 
yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, of course. So, I try. I think about it usually all day. Like I, it'll be stuck in my head or whatever I was reading. That's that's the all key. Day. That's the key to reading. I'm telling you is like applying it to your real life. Yeah, you like know, I want to bring that book to my job right now, but they will yell at me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can't. You're I did that at the pony just, one time. I, I was reading a book. I forget what book it was. It might have been the Fifth Wave, honestly. And I was bringing it to work because I was just like, "Yo, you know, it's slow." I'm like, "I'm just gonna read while I'm chilling." I got in trouble. You did? Yeah. For for just getting your they, knowledge. They, I, they came out the back and they're like, "Yo, what are you doing?" I was like, "Read." They're like, "Clean something," and I was like, "Well, yeah, maybe I could, <laughs> but I'd rather read. I don't want to clean. I clean enough." Yeah, I'd rather read. You gotta get that's a, that's one way to get your patience up though is reading. Oh yeah, easily. But that's another thing though. I was gonna say uh, about the books, and when you have it in your hand and you have like a certain amount of pages, like okay, when the left side is bigger than the right side, and you, you, I feel way more accomplished. You know what I'm saying? Like you know you're more than halfway done, and like you got this chunk done, and you only have this much left. It's like more motivation to keep reading because right, it's yep. like oh, just bang it out, just bang mm-hmm. it out, just bang it out. And then, you know, I feel a little accomplished because I got the left side is bigger than the right side now. Yeah. Something that, that was really big in this book was uh, he links, he said everything, all your thoughts and action is linked back to pain and pleasure. Yeah. So, so in his, in his sense, he links, he, he's never been a big drinker. He, he, he's always linked liquor and beer to pain because... Okay. He had like a family relative, like a really like nasty like relative that yeah, like yeah, smelled yeah. bad and was always drunk all the time yeah. to liquor. But then when he wanted he wanted to try beer growing up as like a kid, maybe like an early maybe like an early teen. Yeah, I don't remember how old he said he was, but he asked his mom to go drink some beer, and she goes, "All right, but you got to finish the whole six pack." Jeez. You know, so so I, he drank one. And he's like, you know, you remember how your first sip of alcohol did. I remember. I, I, I could literally mine picture mine right now. I could picture mine too. Everything about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he's like, he took that first sip, and I remember how I felt too. I struggled to drink one can. I remember. Beer. I'll tell you mine. I was like, I was like, so my mom left the pile. I was like sixth grade, so I had to be before sixth grade, like fourth grade maybe something we'll say, and um, maybe third grade. And I asked my mom for a sip of beer, and she was like, yeah, of course. She gave me a sip of beer, and I was so disgusted by it. It was about mud heavy. So disgusted by it, I didn't want to drink. I didn't have a, I didn't have another drink until I was a senior in high school, probably towards the end of the year, because yep. I was just like, I don't like it. I never liked it, and it stuck with me in my head that yeah. I just didn't like yeah. it. Yeah, and that's that's what his main point was. He's, he linked it to pain yeah. because he drank the whole six and that's six terrible. Pack. That's literally... So he threw up everywhere, yeah, disgusting, and he linked that to pain forever. Yeah. You know, just like maybe, he, basically he would say this, when you started drinking in senior year, you started to link it to pleasure because it led to more good times. Yeah, yeah. You know, in times so. with your friends, like bonding with your friends or doing whatever. But he never got over that. He yeah, linked yeah. it to pain. Because and... that's traumatic. Like that one sip is easy to get over, but you drink a six pack at whatever age, and it was obviously younger than, you know, let's say 18. I mean, and you start throwing up everywhere. That's like when, like, I can never drink peach Ciroc ever again. Right, yeah, because you just link it Because I that. link that shit to pain, because so, that was Which awful. is crazy, you know, because it's, it's such a simple concept, but he's so he's so right in that sense. Oh, yeah, no, 100%. But you don't think about that kind of stuff. And it's just like, maybe you, you could probably kick habits easier knowing, like, what it's linked to. Yeah. And just kind of like, you know, whatever. Yeah. And, and so, so, while I'm reading the book... I, you know, before before I would say before I started listening to his podcast because I wanted to get a gist of his personality and what he's about. So 
while I'm reading the book too, I started listening to some of some of his podcasts too. Yep. Um, and, you gotta give me the link to that too. I want to check. Really, that out. really cool shit though. Really cool stuff. Like he did one with Conor McGregor. I loved it. Yeah. And he was saying that everything's like a visualization process. Not only that, but he says he never negotiates with himself. He says you don't negotiate your, with yourself. He's like he says he wakes up in the morning and he takes a he takes like a polar plunge. Like he jumps in that cold bath with water, you know. Like he jumps in the cold, like a Sicko. cold tub. Yeah, but he says it. He says because I wake up, I don't negotiate. I'm not gonna say it. he doesn't link it to anything. He just says I gotta do it, even though it sucks. I just gotta do it. Word. So that's how he starts off. And then he, when, also when he wakes up, he gives a lot of love. Like he thinks about like gratitude, like what he's grateful for. He gives love. That's a he big even, uh, law of attraction. He thinks of somebody in his head, and he just like gives love to them in their head, like wishes them well. He has like a whole routine that he does every almost every single, five days a week. Yeah, I almost brought that up today too. Routine. Routine, yeah. Because I was thinking about my routine in the morning, because Rob made me wake up at eight thirty this morning, which I never do, because I have to be at work at ten thirty today. Right. And it's like ten o'clock now, so we had to bang this out in the morning. And I'm just thinking, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I have I have no morning routine besides wake up, shower, brush my teeth. Like mm-hmm. everything else after that is a freestyle. Do you make your bed? I think you, you told me you make uh, your yeah, bed, now, right? I, make, I usually make my bed. Yeah. I have not made my bed. I made my bed probably ten times my whole life. That's it. I don't make my bed. There was a point where I did, and I loved it. But I just, I, I'm like, my I have such a rapid thought process. Like I'm already, I'm already gone out the house as soon as I wake up. Right. And mentally, yeah, you know, I'm already yep, at work. Yep, yep. So like when I had time to. Usually I wake up at like 10 o'clock to be at work at 10.30 because I mm. work right down the street. So I'm up at 8.30 and I'm like, all right, I showered, I brushed my teeth. Now what? Like I don't, I can't go to work and I'm waiting for Rob to come. So I started reading and I'm, and I'm telling you right before the pie, I'm like, damn, I kind of want to get up and like read a little bit before I start my day because it kind of like not even just cleared my head, but it made me focus on certain things that I need to be focused on. Instead of just freestyling through the day, and then all of a sudden it's seven o'clock and I didn't do anything. Exactly. Yep. But like, I mean, obviously I go to work, but which is you know, which is linking that to pleasure. Yeah. You know? yeah and yeah, this yeah. is one concept I read, and then you apply it to your everyday life, and that's what he was saying that he gets pleasure out of uh, accomplishing things. Work. So he links that to pleasure. So yeah. you 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 feel that sense of accomplishment, that productivity, and that's that's usually what I do to start my day is I start off with something small and try to make it bigger and bigger. I can't say I make my bed 100% of the time. Yeah, a lot but, more than me. But I try to be consistent with it, where I try to make it, and then I try to, as soon as I make my bed, drink water. And I try to drink a ton of water. Yeah. And I think that makes me that makes me feel physically good. Rejuvenated. But it's also making me feel productive. And those are two small things I do. Yeah, but see, even just that, though, because even though drinking water is not really, like, an accomplishment, but you set in your mind that you were going to do it, and then once you do it, it's an accomplishment. Because you set in your head that, like, you know, like, you don't really, like, it's not like, okay, I made $500 today. Like, an accomplishment. Like, mm-hmm. okay, I drank a glass of water. But you set in your head when you woke up that you were going to do that, and you did it. It's like a checklist. Yeah. So you're checking off your checklist. Yeah. Which, which is dope, because you get that sense of accomplishment off of something so simple, and then it's a steamroll. It's a, or snowball, I should say. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, just becomes bigger and bigger and bigger, and then you're accomplishing way more things than you actually set out to do in that day. Well, yeah, you're right. It is, it is, it's almost like a snowball effect, but 
what you said too is key is is the visualization. Yeah. And when when I was listening to this podcast with with Tony Robbins and, and Conor McGregor, um, like it's unbelievable. Like Conor said, he would practice visualization, just being with his girlfriend going shopping, and he would he would picture that right in front of the store there'd be an open parking spot. That's and, a big you know, law of attraction. And there man. wouldn't be. It, there won't always be a spot there. Yeah, have you ever when, watched The Secret? No, I haven't seen it. I'm just gonna finish this real quick. Yeah, but when there would be a, when there would be a spot, he would cheer. He said he would celebrate as if he won the world title, yeah. just because because he he was visualizing in his head. Hey, back to the water boy. Visualize an attack. Visualize an attack. No, but they say that uh that ex, uh, same example in the secret. Yeah, yeah. If you wanna if you wanna open parking spot, you you think about an open parking spot. You don't think about how there's gonna be a lot of uh. Empty. I mean, uh, occupied parking right, spots yeah. because that way that you're gonna bring the occupied parking spots into real life instead of open ones. Mm-hmm. So it's all about your um, how you per- perceive things. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, which is I think it's completely true. And during this during this podcast too, you could you could hear even though it was only audio, you could just hear McGregor's confidence and oh, yeah. the way his tone is. But the way he came up is ridiculous. Like, the way he came up and just. He at the time he's probably he's probably probably like twenty nine thirty now he's probably thirty. He's but, accomplished, but he's filling so many lanes. Yeah, he's like he retired from the UFC. You know, if they give him they give him his fight and what he wants to come back, but for now, he's taking on Jameson. He's being a competitor and he's taking them head on with the whiskey business. The Irish, you know, the you Irish. Got like thirty seconds. Yeah, thirty seconds. Oh, already. Yo, last comment. Joker was sick. Joker was sick. Yeah, Joker was sick. Go see I it. I might see it. I don't watch movies like that. Though. Yeah, you don't watch movies. No, but I might see the Joker because the Joker's dope. Yeah, no, it's a good movie. Even if you don't like uh, DC or anything like that, it's dope. Gotcha. We'll wrap it up here. Super motivational Super day. Super motivational day. Get Let's get done. the day started, Stay baby. Focused. We're out of here. Peace.